Welcome to the Fathom Academy podcast, a podcast designed by Fathom for Fathom to resource you to go deeper in your relationship with God. I'm Kyle Knight. I'm the youth and digital minister here at Fathom Church. Thank you again for for tuning in and listening listening to us as we uh, continue with our little series of of five different episodes uh, that we started last episode in talking about why we do what we do here at Fathom. This is sort of a a little mini series that we just wanted to take some time talking about why we do the things that we do here at Fathom, really plain and simple. Why we um, last week we talked about uh, preaching the word, why, uh, why we do expositional preaching, why we preach from the, the text uh, sort of that that balance of Old Testament, New Testament. We talked all about that. If you missed that, go back and listen to that. It was a great um, little episode. So uh, we've got Pastor Chris here again with us hey in the podcast o. studio. He's again very excited uh, to be talking about why we do what we do here at Fathom. Um, the second thing we we kind of did a quick overview over all of these uh, the in the last episode. Yeah, why uh, don't we just hit them again? Go just, for it. Yeah. Just, just for way of reminder, okay. These are the mm-hmm. five kind of marks of biblical worship of what, why we do what we do, kind of in our worship services, our Sunday services, and uh, they all have to do with the word. So we covered preach the word last time. Uh, the second one is pray the word, then sing the word, read the word, and then see the word, which is gonna we're gonna wrap this whole thing up talking about baptism in the Lord's Supper and sacraments mm-hmm. or ordinances. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. So last episode was preaching the word and today we're going to be talking about pray the word, uh, really just looking at taking a deeper dive into our worship services here at, at Fathom on Sunday mornings, um, and kind of talking about our, our prayer, our prayer time, the, the different times we, we pray during the service, what that kind of all looks like. Um, so Chris, why don't you, I know you've got your Bible open. Um, if you want to just start with. Yeah. Yeah. The so, word. so as I was thinking about this, I didn't, I couldn't come up with like the exact corollary to what we talked from the text last time mm-hmm. in our last podcast about, because last time we read second Timothy chapter three, where it says preach the word. Right. So like that was real easy. Um, but my mind immediately went to um, actually Jesus preaching on the Sermon on the Mount and uh, talking about prayer. And, and uh, he, he does this thing in, in Matthew chapter six, starting in verse five, uh, where he says this. He says, and when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners that they may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, Go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you. Now, we're about to talk about public prayer here, Mm -hmm. right? Because that's what we do in our corporate gatherings. And Mm -hmm. so this passage might seem a little bit off on this one because essentially Jesus is just like, hey, don't be seen Mm -hmm. for your prayer. But the, the, I want to get into this a little bit because um, the first thing I want to make, make, make clear here is that Jesus just right up front assumes that we will be praying. And mm-hmm. when you pray, it's not, and if you pray, mm-hmm. it's when you pray. And then he talks about the, the, the intentions behind your prayer. 
is your intention to be seen or is your yeah. intention to be seen by your father? Mm-hmm. Is your intention to gain accolade and, and credit at that uh, from, from those around you? Or in the secret place, are you going before your father, bringing your needs, bringing your petitions before mm-hmm. him? So while I think that uh, there's some precautionary verses in this section, I do think that the idea of prayer is something that we'll see all through the New Testament, mm-hmm. uh, Old Testament too, but certainly the New Testament, uh, even when it comes to Paul and his writ- written prayers in his epistles. Prayer is a mainstay in the Christian faith, both private, as we just read about, but then also public prayer, praying for others, praying with others, and even praying pastorally or congregationally mm-hmm. uh, in the Sunday service. So uh, that, that's where I'd start with is that this is this is an assumption. Could we mm-hmm. say it's a command? Maybe, but but it's certainly Jesus assumes that his followers will be praying. Right. Yeah. So we're kind of going to cover a lot of those types of prayer. Let's let's just start with. Um, Really, beginning of service. Uh, again, this we are we are talking about why we do what we do here at Fathom on a Sunday morning during our worship services. So um, I know we don't have uh, Amanda, our worship minister, in here. She will most likely be with us when we talk about singing the word. Uh, but let let's talk about beginning of service. The uh, can, can you kind of if for those who don't know kind of describe what a call to worship is right. and what that has to do with prayer. And you could even uh, at the end of that, tag that onto um, praying after our, our, our time singing together. But what, like, let's start with our call to worship. Yeah. Let's talk about this because um, we would say that the, 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 the church word that we would call all this stuff is liturgy, liturgy, right? Uh, there's a liturgical flow to our Sunday services. Now, um, depending on what kind of experience or background you have in church, mm-hmm. you might come from a tradition that we would call a high church tradition or a high liturgical tradition, uh, where there was very much prescribed, written out steps by which the entire worship service is presided over. And it's peace, 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 you know, step, mm-hmm. step, step, um, and stand up and sit down and read this and say this and sing that. And it's very, uh, orderly and it's very organized in its liturgical flow. Others might be coming from, uh, let's just say, uh, more evangelical or maybe more mega church or mm-hmm. just more non-denominational low church sort of experiences uh, where the l- liturgy was, you know, I show up, there's a greeter, uh, hear three songs, hear a sermon, uh, hear two more songs and I'm gone. And it feels mm-hmm. like there's maybe no liturgy, though there is a liturgy. There is a pattern. There mm-hmm. is a flow. It's just, it feels lower. It does not feel quite mm-hmm. as high, quite as orderly. So uh, we, we call ourselves liturgy light. <laughs> like, I mean, like it's, it's like, yeah, it's, it's, we, we play softball when it comes to mm-hmm. liturgy. We want to mm-hmm. have some elements that are historical and that are helpful when it comes to our liturgy, uh, specifically in the prayer realm. Um, but we also aren't a high church church. Like, uh, you know, we're just kind of, we're kind of low church. And so, uh, so for some of our high church people, this might be, uh, underwhelming, or as I've heard from some, a nice kind of throwback and callback to the tradition that they are familiar with. 
Um, and then for some of our low church people, this might feel like, whoa, this is new and fancy mm -hmm. and uh, things that I hadn't ever thought about. And so, so let me just kind of walk us through kind of how prayer plays itself into our liturgical yeah. flow. Yeah. Okay. We start with the call to worship, which is sometimes uh, a scripture, sometimes a thought, sometimes a prayer, but essentially this is the call to the congregation that has gathered that the beginning of our time corporately is, is beginning. I mean, it's, it's the start, it's the start. And, and often we do this with a prayer. Often we do this with the scripture, whatever it might be, uh, a greeting, uh, essentially the, this is, this is more than just, all right, let's stand and sing. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a bit more formulaic in that we are really calling the congregation mm -hmm. to the purpose of giving praise and glory and honor to Jesus, to, 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 mm -hmm. to the father, to the and Holy kinda, Spirit. Yeah, and it like, if it really focuses right. all of us it's where we're supposed us to be. into yeah. what we're doing. Yeah. We are not just standing to listen to some music. Mm -hmm. We're not just here to learn some interesting things. We are here for worship. Mm -hmm. We are being called to that. Uh, and so that's, I, I think that's a prayer point that, uh, that, that shows up in our service. Um, and then normally we do a couple of songs to kind of get us going, to kind of warm up our hearts and warm up our spirits. Um, and we'll get into why we sing what we sing in our next mm -hmm. episode. But normally at the end of that time, Amanda will pray. And that prayer will essentially be just kind of a, uh, a prayer of thanksgiving, uh, you know, a prayer of a prayer of devotion to the Lord, a prayer of committing ourselves to him into the rest of our time gathered. And then, um, then we, we, you know, we'll have our host come up and they'll do announcements and, you know, share about the life of the church and what's happening and those sorts of things. Um, but then that host will always do a time of prayer at the end of that announcements that we call praying for our time in the word. Uh, it's a transition point. It's a prayer, uh, but it's also meant to focus us. Uh, away from the business of the church, away from even uh, the response of singing and uh, and lifting our hands and lifting our voices to the Lord, uh, it is turning our focus and moving us into it's 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 it's, it's tightening that aperture a little bit and and focusing us zooming us in on it's time for the word. It's time for the preaching of God's word. And so uh, right before our scripture reader gets up to read the text over us, um, the 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 host will do a prayer for our time in the word. Um, then the scriptures read, I get up and, or normally I get up 40 times a year. I get up, which we heard about last episode, <laughs> but, uh, the preacher gets up, opens the text, does, uh, the preaching of the word and preach the word, uh, preach the word. Yep. And then at the end of the sermon, the preacher normally closes with prayer. Um, closes in a prayer. Sometimes other uh, guys will get up there and at the beginning of their sermon, they will pray again. I don't do mm -hmm. that. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's just really, it, there's there's kind of a stack of prayers right there. So like Amanda preaching at the end of the worship mm -hmm. set and then the host preaching for our time in the word, it feels like a, a bit of a redundancy for me to pray again at the beginning of you my sermon. Preaching. Um, and so so I pray at the end of my, my sermon and I call that the pastoral prayer. Mm -hmm. That's really the pastoral prayer where we are praying uh, specifically for the application of the text, uh, that God's word would go deep into our hearts and that we would respond accordingly, that we would actually be changed by his word. 
And then we move into our time of response, which, by the way, includes prayer. Every single week we say, come into mm-hmm. the back and we'll pray for you. And we can talk about that a bit more in depth. Yeah. But um, but the band will play a couple more songs. And then normally we end with a benediction. So Amanda does a benediction. Normally she is reading scripture in that benediction. Mm-hmm. But there's other times where there's a prayer as the benediction. Um, but at, at, and, and that really kind of closes it, bookends the mm-hmm. service. Um, but as you see, there's prayer kind of layered through all the entire service. I mean, it's just like, it's just like a, a, a coat of butter over the top of the bread of service that yes. prayer is just all through. It's yes. woven within mm-hmm. the service. And then there's other times where we will insert more intentional pastoral mm-hmm. prayer, whether that's commissioning somebody who might be going on a mission trip or into a job or a position, Mm -hmm. new members, we will pray over and commission them. Sometimes when somebody is sick, uh, like we'll do a pastoral prayer moment like we've done for, we did for baby Lenny. We will, Mm -hmm. we will include additional specific kind of case specific prayers that uh, affect our entire congregation. Sometimes Mm -hmm. we'll pray for our nation. If there's a national crisis going on or there's something happening in our world that we need to really commit to, to the Lord in prayer, but goodness gracious. I mean, we, I know we say this almost every Sunday that we are a praying church, Mm -hmm. but we have built that into every, we really are. (laughs) And sometimes, sometimes we get so used to it that we, when when are we praying? We're praying always Mm -hmm. like this is, there's prayer all throughout Mm -hmm. the morning when we gather together on the Lord's day. So, so that's kind of the basic liturgical prayer structure Mm -hmm. of our service. And, and man, we just feel like it's a two-way street what we're doing. Yeah. We're hearing from God and we're talking to God in our corporate gatherings. Yeah. Bet y'all didn't notice how many times we do pray during service. Now you're going to. Yeah, that's hopefully right. You. That's right. <laughs> and how they are strategically placed throughout the service. But okay, you, one thing you brought up um, is kind of the prayer in the back of the room. Yeah. Um, after after the responses, when we're, when we're hearing kind of that um, – that that first song to prepare uh, our hearts to take communion together. Um, we do this thing where we have people in the back of the room praying, and that kind of goes back to what you just read about. Maybe this is the more of the 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 praying in secret or praying with somebody else right. instead of praying corporately. So, uh, talk to us a little bit about that, like like especially for maybe those who are new who have never seen that and don't know what people are doing in the back of the room while we're, while we're getting ready for communion. Like talk to us a little bit about um, kind of that prayer time and why that yeah. is really important. So this has been some, something of an evolutionary process for our church. Um, we have had um, folks in the back, like prayer partners or elders or whoever in the back of the room praying for people for a long time, for years and years and years uh, and uh, a lot of that has evolved and changed, especially in the last two years, specifically due to COVID and some of mm-hmm. the restrictions and things like that. But um, but let me kind of explain the modern or the most recent iteration of this and why we do what we do right now. Okay. Um, first of all, after um, I am after I, I'm done with the sermon and I have run through kind of our uh, for responses, I we 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 use a we use our first song uh, before we take the Lord's Supper as an examination song. 
Uh, and this is really, I, sometimes I will even use the language that we read in Matthew, mm. uh, where uh, I'll say, maybe you need to cave up and do some work with the Lord. That's a reference mm. to going into that secret place, getting into your little prayer cave, your prayer closet, and just kind of you and the Lord. And so I, I think we're encouraging individual prayer in our corporate gathering mm. during that examination and response song. Um, but we also say every single Sunday we have prayer partners in the back. And what's new uh, in this newest iteration is that there are both men and women uh, who are back right. in the back of the room who have name tags on and who are willing to pray with people. Now, that is new because we just added women to that. Mm -hmm. Now, that's not because we ever thought that women couldn't pray. Um, but historically, we've just always said the elders are in the back mm -hmm. of the room if you'd like to be prayed for. And because we only have men as elders, we had an oversight of having women back there to pray with people. So uh, what we've done is we've expanded that team to have both men and women, some of the elders, some of the staff, but then additionally, other members of the church who are uh, kind of the prayer warriors in our church. And, and so we've asked both men and women to be on that team at both services at the back of the room to pray for people. So so this is maybe like if if you're kind of caving up on your own and doing your own prayer, that's one piece. If you feel like you need to go and stand with somebody and have somebody pray over you or pray for you or pray with you, mm -hmm. um, that's that second piece that we want to offer in the back of the room with a, a prayer partner, a prayer team member. Uh, and I think that's been a really cool thing. Sometimes mm -hmm. people don't take advantage of it at all. And then sometimes, man, there's there's three, four, five, six people waiting to be prayed for. It's just a sweet, sweet thing. But mm -hmm. um, but I think it's a cool merging of the corporate and the individual prayer aspect in a worship mm -hmm. service uh, that we get to be a part of. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I think that's really a neat thing that we do. And uh, it can personalize what what as we are responding to what God is doing in us through his word, it's a personalized version of, of prayer that you can either take one-to-one -one with the Lord or with a prayer partner. Yeah. 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 That that's been a, I, I feel like that's been a really awesome thing, especially of, of late seeing, um, really just even seeing people have the courage to, to get up and say like, I want somebody to pray, pray for me. It's been, it's been really awesome. So we encourage you if you, if you need prayer and if you want somebody to pray for you, head on, head on back there. Mm. Um, one quick question. Maybe this is a quick answer. Uh, every once in a while we will, we will lay hands on someone and pray for them yeah. or, or we will have, uh, you know, COVID stuff kind of again, ruined that, but we might have everybody extend a hand as right. we're praying over somebody like, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good, good question. <laughs> what um, is that? It's symbolic. I mean, that's really what it is. Uh, often in in uh, the Bible, you will find the laying on of hands as a, a symbolic gesture for um, a commissioning to a specific purpose mm -hmm. or um, uh, a, a, sometimes a petition for healing. Uh, sometimes, I mean, you'll, you'll see it often through uh, the scriptures as a sign of one praying for another, mm -hmm. okay? Uh, and so, so we, we, we practice the laying on of hands, not in kind of, there are some churches that practice this as a very much, like very much a kind of a charismatic anointing moment where you will receive the spirit or you'll receive a dispensation of the spirit or a gift or something like that. We, we don't, we don't really practice that. Um, 
But what we do is we lay hands on people when we pray for them. Um, and so if you come to the back of the room and I'm back there praying for you, I'll lay a hand on your shoulder if you're okay with that. And I will pray for you. And I just think mm-hmm. there's something physical about uh, another person just laying a hand on a shoulder and praying for them. If we are um, kind of sending out or commissioning new members or a staff member or something like that, uh, I will lay a hand on a shoulder and and um, when we were a smaller church, we would just say, hey, if you know this folks, these folks, come on down and let's lay hands on mm-hmm. them, you know, let's lay hands on them and pray for them. Um, we, again, COVID has changed some things and the, just the nature of the logistics of our mm-hmm. church has changed some of that, but um, we don't always lay hands physically on people. And sometimes just symbolically, we'll, I'll, I'll ask people to extend a hand mm-hmm. as if they were laying a hand on them. Uh, and it can make for an awkward experience for a guest maybe because it's like, well, uh, what's everyone lifting their hand like this for and closing their eyes? I mean, it it, it actually is kind of a strange mm-hmm. little practice if you look at it without any of our commentary on it. But <laughs> um, but I think it, I still think it's a sweet symbolic gesture of, hey, we're with you. We are in agreement with this mm-hmm. prayer. We are laying hands on you. We are sending you. We are petitioning on your ha- behalf. We're, 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 we're in this with you. We're family with you in this. Uh, so that, yeah, that's, that's kind of, it, yeah, we do that publicly, but we also do that privately. Mm-hmm. We lay hands on people and pray for them. So, um, it's, I don't think it's magic. I just think it's, I, I think it's a, a sweet offering yeah. that the church can give to uh, another person. Yeah, for sure. Um, do you have any, any last things you want to say about how we, how we pray the word here? Yeah. I, I, I mean, sometimes, sometimes it's a misnomer to think that when we're reading scripture, that's not prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes we pray the scriptures. Um, man, I think we, I know we weren't supposed to mention first Sunday prayer because it's not a true Sunday service thing, but, <laughs> we supposed but, to. <laughs> but once a month we do we, first we Sunday do prayer in between our two services mm-hmm. where we spend a little bit more dedicated time praying. Right. Uh, that's led normally by an elder. And so that's a, that's a cool time. I mean, really like we say we the elders and the staff were praying for the church mm-hmm. every single week with the prayer cards. There's just so many. Uh, again, I think the analogy of just butter spread over yeah. the whole thing. Like that's yeah. we really want prayer to be this all encompassing kind of. Mm-hmm. It's just always there. And I know that we talk about this. Uh, the Paul's letter to the to Thessalonians where he says, "Pray without ceasing." Mm-hmm. Um, I I think that's this this being practiced by us. Yeah. That, that we don't pray just once, but we are mm. constantly praying. We are just always kind of in this mode of prayer, always quick to want to pray for one another, for the needs of the church, for the future, for mm. all these things. Uh, and, and we want that to come out in our liturgical rhythms, but then also our church rhythms. Right. Right. And and really for how many times we do pray on, on a Sunday morning, how many times, man, at the end of every service, when we do say, and you mentioned this, when we do say, Hey, we are a praying church. And we pray one of our, one of our four responses every single week is all this prayer. stuff. like, I don't want it to become for, for us saying it or for anybody else in that room or part of our, our church to become like a, Oh yeah. Prayer, prayer, prayer. Like we say it all the time with the, yeah, you're a praying church. We really do. Like, this is something that we we do. We don't just right. say that we do. And that is, and I, and I hope that just us talking about it and, and Chris talking about all the different areas um, and times in 
in the service and different styles of, of the preaching that we do. Hopefully that shows that, man, we really do believe in the power of prayer and, yeah. and how important that is for us. Um, yeah. Well, thank you, Chris, again, hey. for talking about prayer. Yeah. My pleasure. Us. My pleasure. Um, yeah. So this was, uh, talking about why we do what we do here at Fathom Church. This was praying the word again. If you missed, um, the, the last episode on preaching the word, go back and look at that. Uh, coming up next, we will, we'll be talking about singing the word. Um, what we'll, we'll hopefully have Amanda here to talk about worship and, and why we sing the songs that we sing and, um, the structure of that and all all of that. Uh, we'll talk about reading the word as well as seeing the word. Um, this is this has already been kind of a great great little series to talk about why we do what we do here at Fathom. Hopefully, you are learning a lot. Um, so we thank you, church, for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.